Welcome to episode 475 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name's Armitage and by now you know the drill. However, for those of you who are new to the show, hello, thanks for tuning in. But over the course of the next 90 odd minutes, I'm going to be playing you a live gig that you should hear on the radio, but don't. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, folks. Now, long-time listeners are well aware that I'm a triple XL fan of the Dan, but it looked like 2015 was going to be the first year since 1982 that I wouldn't have got to see them playing live. Obviously, I'm not including the wilderness years. Uh, as being the loyal and doting father that I am, I had to take my 14-year-old daughter to Capital Radio's Summertime Ball so she could see One Direction instead of me seeing the damned and Johnny Moped at the Roundhouse. A fact I'll be reminding of her the closer I get to being put in a rest home. So as soon as the band announced a few pre-Christmas gigs with their final date at the Islington Academy, a ticket was purchased forthwith. On the afternoon of the gig, that'll be the 20th of December, future listeners, Andy P of the very excellent Fear and Loathing fanzine, which is now available digitally at www.fearandloathingfanzine.com, phoned up and asked if I was up for a pre-gig curry. Unfortunately, Tesco's were doing a whole leg of lamb half price, one of which was roasting its way as we spoke. So the offer uh, of that, and along with uh, great company in the form of Charlie Harper and his Mrs. Gay advert, Sarah Pink, with even Captain Pop along, was respectively declined. I was talking to Andy in uh, November, uh, just after the 34th anniversary of the release of the Friday the 13th EP, which we both view as uh, part of the dam's later period, um, when in actual fact they were just merely five years into their soon-to-be 40th. Like the Beatles, we went from four lovable mop-tops in 1962 to psychedelic peaceniks in 1967 to change within the dam was just as fast and dramatic. The first two albums were both released the same year, along with the ill-fated Anarchy Tour, not to mention the tour with Mark Bolan, the Ventures stateside plus their own gigs. No wonder the band split up at the beginning of 1978. But by Christmas, Algie was in replacing the one gig Lemmy lineup. Just over a year later, Algie was also gone, making way, with all due respect to all other damn bass players, my favourite Paul Gray. From 1977 to 82, we had five albums from five different lineups. The current band lineup has been together for what, 10, 11 years, and produced just one album. Captain recently said on uh, Facebook that he doesn't see the point in releasing new material. It's hardly anybody for the sensible Grey Sells album. He and Paul Grey released uh, a year or so ago. The thing that Captain is in denial about is it's not the damned. He, Paul and Rat, and likely as it is, could go out and tour as school bullies, whilst the current lineup, minus Captain but with Roman on guitar, would still be the bigger draw. I mean, the documentary pretty much says this the damned are a brand. Who remembers them supporting themselves in the early 80s in the States as the kosher deals were playing a set comprised wholly of the just or not quite released strawberries out being booed? Returning half an hour later is the damned playing a set interspersed with the same tracks which were greatly received. Or maybe Captain was just telling me a pack of lies. But what of Sunday's gig? I hear you cry. I might moan. 
about lack of new material or even songs from the last three damned albums being conspicuous by their absence from the set list. But as soon as Captain surfs onto the stage saying, Hello, my name's Captain Sensible, Merry fucking Christmas with a damned, and then launches in Wait for the Blackout, nothing else matters. It's a fan-friendly set, nothing post-anything. Obviously, Sanity Claws and the Turkey Song, with accompaniment on the latter from Charlie Harper and Gay Advert, are aired. Captain, it seems does have guitar issues throughout the set changing his Gibson SG nearly after every song and sometimes during the biggest light bulb moment of the evening for me was when Captain implied neat 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 was more than just a nod to the style of Eddie Cochran Smash It Up finishes the set off with Captain remaining to give us a vocal only rendition of yeah happy talk The Damned are now uh, looks like on a four month break with Royal Albert Hall something really to look forward to next year I did hear on the grapevine that Graham Humphreys, the artist who did the artwork for the Evil Dead, Lords of the New Church, and Brian James's guitar, The Drip Blood, is involved in some way over the 40th anniversary, and he was spotted at the gig. On that thought, until quite possibly Friday with some live ghost, take it easy.
shadows that I have to see. Sorry. 
Is she really going to 
might do one Christmas single, but we've done two.
shit like that or happy talk or anything. No, even if you beg an informally, happy talk catching.
Let's talk about the star looking like a toy. Thank you. 